Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Good morning, everybody. Today is Friday, March 17th, 2023. I'm your host, Ephraim Jr., and today is day 88 of our 100 Piece Challenge. For those of you wondering where I go on the days that I don't produce a Never Shut Up, I'm over at one of our other feeds. Right now, it's Tour All Night. So are you subscribed to Tour All Night? Do you know that Tori Amos is about to go on tour? Do you know that a lot of things are happening in the touring space right now? And I am frantically putting together the rest of the European 2023 episodes. Are you aware of that fact? That if you can't stand another moment alone, not listening to my voice, you can head over there and there's hundreds of hours of content over there too. Did you know that? Whenever you're feeling lonely, whenever you're feeling down, whenever you say, give me more, you can always go and get more over at the Tour All Night feed. And soon, the Drive All Night feed, damn it. I have a very long list of deliverables to accomplish before I leave and I, God help me, I will get them done. God help me. I am at this editing bay every moment, every waking moment, every moment that I'm not at my day job. I'm at this editing bay. Don't you worry. We're making it happen. We're doing the thing. And good morning. Happy Friday. Today's fuck around Friday. We pulled hotel though. I'm not fucking around with the Instagram though. I'm fucking around with my life. I pulled hotel. And that's my favorite song. And it just has always been that way. Prior to From the Choir Girl Hotel being released, my favorite song was Donut Song. Prior to Boys for Pele being released, my favorite song was Space Dog. Prior to Under the Pink being released, my favorite song was Upside Down. So that's just how it's always been. Okay? And when I pull Hotel out of the bag, it means something to me. And I don't quite know why. I don't know why. I sat here after I pulled the songs, like all the pressure came to me. And I'm like, why do I even like this song? I mean, I love the song. It's amazing. It's an incredible, amazing song. But why? What is it? What boxes is it checking for me today on this Friday? And why do I hold it up? Like, what about it? Is it like with Donut Song? I remember having a conversation with David recently where it was like okay donut song did its job and it's happy to not be your favorite song anymore because you don't need it as much anymore but i still look to hotel for all of the things that i need hotel is all seven of the daily parts of my life in one song hotel is all five senses, all 14 food groups, all of the things is what Hotel is. The time signatures, the incredible vocal performance, the everything, the lyrical content, the music, just everything, y'all, everything. What's sticking out to me today, the song has meant so many things to me over the 25 years since it's been released. That's right, 25 years. Still sounds like a baby, still sounds as fresh as a daisy. But in the 25 years that it's been since the song has been released, the song has taken so many places in my own life, and I'm sure yours as well. And like Tori's body of work, is, it's kind of like there used to be a game. Did, any, does, did I know I didn't make this up because I played it with other people when I was a kid and it was called, it was a game called Tetrisphere. Does anybody remember Tetrisphere? It was like Tetris, but with a sphere. It was spherical. It was like a sphere. You had to like, 
build or demolish the sphere. I can't remember if you were building or demolishing, but you had to not only do your lines in Tetris, but that it was also in a sphere. Anyhow, I always think of that sphere as Tori's body of work. Like it's constantly rotating around and there's different layers to it. And some people are really stuck on one side, you know, one little peg in the sphere and by, you know, and other people are like all the way around on the other side of the sphere, digging on something else. And at the core of it all is kind of what you're working towards, I guess, in your own life. But for me, hotel has always just been kind of all around, like everywhere I go hotel, like I can see different sides of it. I don't know if that makes, that doesn't make any sense. I'm high. It's first thing in the morning. and I'm wasted. I'm drunk. No, I'm not. I'm high on the music. Um, And, you know, the song has meant different things to me over the years. And today, what I'm thinking about is the, the, the urge that I have deep in my core, the urge that I have deep in my core to be satisfied. Like, that is all that I want. And I say that that's all that I want, but it is all that I want, is to be satisfied, to be ultimately and completely and wholly satisfied just to be able to relax the heart, the mind, and the body long enough to sit back on this couch that I built recently with my own two hands and sit back on this couch and just say, you know what, I'm satisfied. I'm satisfied I want for nothing. That is my life's work, is to get to that place. And I could do it. I can literally do it. I have command of the English language. I can lay back on my couch right now and say, I'm satisfied. I am satisfied. But is it true? No, I'm always searching for more. Give me more. Give me more. And it's just is it's this constant uh, fear. I guess it's fear if I <laughs> if I just let my guard down and just speak it honestly. I think it's fear. It's fear of being forgotten, fear of being left behind, fear of not having what I need. You know, I don't have kids. What's going to happen to me when I'm old? You know, I don't have kids. No one's obligated to take care of me. Not that kids are obligated to take, to take care of their parents. No. But... If you build a healthy relationship with your children, likely they will. They likely will give a fuck enough about you to, to care about you when you're old. And I don't have that. My dog moved out. My dog hit the road. My dog packed up a little satchel and said, fuck you, and got the hell out of Dodge. My dog said there's a big, beautiful backyard somewhere, baby, and it's not here. It's not here in this tiny little apartment. That's what my dog said. My dog was supposed to take care of me when I got old. Do you understand me? Do you see where I'm going with that joke? Yeah, my dog. My dog was supposed to take care of me when I got old. What's going to happen to me? But you know what? It's fine. It's fine. No one, anything can happen to anybody at any time. There is no predicting the world. So what an incredibly empowering thought, right? I I know you think I was going to say what a bleak thought, but it's also incredibly empowering. It helps me to remember, if I think like that, it helps me to remember to live my life to the fullest every moment. And ultimately in that could come satisfaction. So with the tour coming up, like everything, I'm, oh God, I'm thinking like, I am how unprepared I am, uh, how unprepared I am for a European adventure. But then if I unpack that thought and you can, you can, 
you can turn this off now if this episode is just uh, unfolding on, or what is it uncurling like an onion blossom or like a rose there's just layers there's just deeper layers and every time you get further into the onion you just start crying harder so you can turn it off but I feel so unprepared for this European trip and here is why is because I mean I don't know why that's what I was going to say I don't know why I feel unprepared I have a great tour companion who knows the lay of the land of the world. I don't know how I lucked into dating such a smart person. I mean, did I luck into it? I manifested it. You're right. God damn it. I manifested it. But he's so smart and he's so well-traveled. He's been to like 50 different countries. And that's confirmed fact. That's not even an exaggeration. He sent me a list of all the countries he'd been to. Can you believe that? So there's nowhere that we can go that I don't feel that he would understand how to get around or and he's the white man so everybody loves white people when you travel abroad right isn't that what they say in that there's a certain safety <laughs> there's a certain safety plus he just fucking he just knows everything so i feel taken care of in that regard and then i have my winning personality for the rest of it so i feel taken care of in that regard so what am i stressed out about i don't know i'm stressed out about the unknown i'm stressed out about everything you know anything can happen out there i'm stressed out about it and like will i like here's here's the thought that goes through my head all like every day all day is like am i going to be cute in my Eiffel Tower picture. Like, I never thought I'd make it to the Eiffel Tower. France was always too rich for me in my mind. So when I get to the Eiffel Tower, I likely, I mean, I say here, I'm even about to to perpetuate this narrative is that I say I'm never going to make it back there. If I get to the Eiffel Tower for the only time in my life, will I be cute in my Eiffel Tower photo? But who says it's the only time in my life? You know, who says that? I'm saying that by perpetuating the narrative. I already have other plans after, after this whole European trip. I have many other plans. I have great things happening and I have to remember that. And I, you know, that's, yes, I am satisfied. I, (laughs) did you hear, did you hear the dissatisfaction in that? I'm satisfied, fine, I'm satisfied. There will always be a piece of me that wants more. There will always be a piece of me that is dissatisfied or scared or anxious. And I maybe I can work on that with my therapist. Maybe I can work on some calming mantra or some calming practice or some calming writing exercises, which actually helped me a lot. The writing exercises helped me the most because I like homework. You know, she was always an A plus student. She likes homework. I for, I marched into my very first Zoom call with my very first therapist back in, in 2022 or whatever year it was. And I said, I need homework because I need to know that I'm actively working on something to make myself feel better. Because at the time, I was feeling really shitty. Do you remember at the time I was feeling like, yeah, things were, were very, very bleak. So yeah, and I told Brett that I needed homework and he gives me homework. So there will always be a part of me, I think, that is unsatisfied. There will always be a part of me wanting more, and I'm content with that. Does that make sense? I fear and feel that that is who I am. And to try to make such a drastic change, it would change my entire personality. It would change my entire 
work ethic, which if I were just satisfied, I swear to God, if I were just satisfied, if I were just content, I would sit back and I would do fucking nothing. You know, I would do nothing. I'm I'm creating a very vibrant theater festival. I am busting my ass to get these tour episodes out. I'm about to go on tour and talk to a million people in Europe. And hopefully they won't hate me. Hopefully they will, won't be like uh, pushing the microphone out and throwing it on the ground. Even though, because the microphone's not going to be a microphone. It's going to be my phone. So hopefully they won't throw my phone in a puddle. And hopefully that fucker who stole my phone in London 2022 is not around because I, I don't want to see him. That is one person I do not want to see. <sighs> anyway, give me more is what's resonating with me today. And for those of you out there, you know, I don't know if you're, I, I don't know if you, if I don't, I feel like I have egg on my face because I don't know if I'm doing this challenge alone anymore. I know a lot of people reached out along the way and said, I'm picking up this challenge, but that is between you and your God. This is between me and my God. And you are my God now. <laughs> You've always been my God. So it's always been between you and me, kiddo. It's just us here. It's just you and me in this space. And I don't know if anybody else is doing this challenge, but if I've learned anything, I've learned nothing. <laughs> if I've learned anything, it's that I've learned nothing. It's that I still don't know how to, like you could put a habit in place, right? You can put a habit in place and it can be in place for two, three, four, five fucking weeks. But that is only like 25 days, you know? And then you have one bad night drinking and then you get a little depressed because alcohol is a downer. And then you just kind of destroy your habits and then you have to like pick yourself back up. So this hundred day thing, this hundred piece challenge, this hundred day challenge, which has gone on a very long time, is longer than a hundred days for sure, is meant to be a lifestyle change but what I find for myself is that my lifestyle, at least it's at the forefront of my mind, but my lifestyle hasn't really changed that much. And perhaps it took, or is taking today's day 88, perhaps it's taken 88 days for me to accept that I am perfectly perfect as I am. And there will be nothing, There, there is no changing. There is no changing. It is nature and nurture together fused together when I was less than three years old in my formative years in less than the first three years of my life I became who I am this dissatisfied creature who loves pepperoni slices and can't ever let himself relax <sighs> I hope I'm relaxed on this vacation I hope I'm relaxed on this vacation I want to take cool videos I want to take really cool interesting videos and I even said to my friend Maggie who is a social media marketer by the way she's into she's in the communications field anyhow i was like i need a campaign i need you to help me make cool videos while you're here in los angeles and i'm on the road i need you to give me inspirational ideas or like something because you know like i want to do i want to have like really interesting content i just do it's what i want for my life so i've hired my friend as my social media strategist i that's what i just came up with her title so that's too much pressure on everybody. I put too much pressure on things. I can't just let the moment be. Give me more. So I guess what I'm saying and what the bag is saying is that if you want to find out where the velvets are when you're coming down, then you need to come down a little. You got to stop like you, there's a rest period. You know, you can't be so hard on yourself out there. And 
there's a part of you and a part of me probably that's always going to be wanting for a little more and that that's healthy. Even when you are learning a lesson, even when you're deep in deep learning of a lesson, which I believe is what hotel is. I believe I have to learn to let you crash down. She's in the deep. She's in the deepest learning of a lesson, right? There is a lot that's being learned in this song and a new reality is being born in this song. Even in the midst of that, she still cries out for more, right? She just give me more, give me more. And she reaches those sky high notes and there's even in the midst of the deepest lesson, you want more. And that that's human nature. That's right. That's okay. So whatever you get up to this weekend, it's okay if you want more. We all want a little bit more, right? Right? You want more? I'll give you more.
Never Shut Up is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information and links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamis.com. Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. <laughs>